Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. Ish. Hey y'all, it's Pendarvis Harshaw, a.k.a. OG Pen, better known as Journalist Bro with the Big Ass Head. It is the last week of August. We're standing on the cusp of the kickoff to the 2020 version of an NFL season. So, naturally, we're going to talk to our professional quarterback about competition, training, and commitment to video games. Trick Daddy Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Look like some Madden would have did. Today's guest is Josh Johnson. He's an Oakland Tech grad and former University of San Diego standout who played in the NFL for a number of teams, including the Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, San Francisco, Santa Clara, 49ers, and that team that's currently unnamed in our nation's capital. Johnson, now an unsigned free agent, has become invested in the world of online streaming as he, along with Brad Fluellen and Chuck Johnson, are the co-founders of the Ultimate Gaming League, also known as UGL. Commercial breaks of Chuck at a, take a call from E40. What's up, what's up with the UGL world, Yes, sir. There he is. The streaming platform is open to all genres of games, not just football. And while gamers compete, the organizers of the platform also invite other celebrities to get involved as well as allowing artists like Oakland's J. Walt to stream their music. Beyond competing in 2K or Mortal Kombat or Call of Duty, this platform is about creating virtual communities and opening up folks' minds to all the opportunities that come with gaming. We jump on the sticks in just a few ticks. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. So, Josh, how did UGL get started? Uh, Just me being a gamer. I play the game a lot. Everybody always get mad at me for it. And then when I got older, I saw, you know, the gaming was becoming an entrepreneur opportunity. And it started with me wanting to throw a Madden tournament. And then uh, we threw something at the Beast Mode store. From there, once COVID hit, we evolved into the online space and really tapping into the streaming world and activating that. So so basically, when this country opened back up, we can be an online and in-person you know, esports experience. Wait, wait, you said you played as a kid. Were you nice, though? Like, did you run people on the sticks? I've always been nice. I got to ask the hard questions. I'm a journalist here. <laughs> what what, what was your, your game growing up? You know, when Sega, it was Sonic, NBA Jam. Welcome to 
feel me? Bulls versus Blazers. Everybody played Pac-Man, of course. That was like the big Pac-Man game on Atari 2. Super Nintendo came, you know, I was big on the Mario Brothers like everybody else. Super Mario Kart is probably the best one. So he was big on that. And then with 64 was, uh, you know, the Golden Eye. Yeah. PlayStation came, and that's kind of when the sports games started really just taking over. NBA Live, Madden took off. But I mean, since then, you know, the whole element of streaming has, you know, took off and and now it's more of a, it's a production behind it as well as, you know, having a competitive environment. So streaming, what's the difference between streaming and regular gaming? Like I'm an old school gamer. I play Tetris, bro. So like clarify that for me, please. You know how you play football in the street as a kid? Yep. Now streaming is you playing football. If you if you grow your platform, you'd be like you playing on Sundays. You can have that many viewers watching you really stream. You got some of the high level streamers. They they might have you know over two three hundred thousand people watching them play a video game at one time. So it's that level of it to it now. And I even see it with the youth. Me being around a lot of the kids, I see a lot of them. They just sit there and watch people play video games on YouTube now. Like we we used to sit there and want to play. They just want to sit there and watch. So, I mean, it's some consumer it's some consumer habits behind it, and I see them monetizing it. But it's not a lot of people like us representing it in this field. So that's because what we're trying to do. And DJ Teray has did a uh, live set for us on there on the stream. We got celeb football players who have popped in on us as well. We break down football if I'm on there. We want to bring that that feels expertise to it to try to bring that engagement up as well. But it's just smack talking, bro. Like, the element of streaming. <laughs> like, what it all boils down to. Like, it's still smack talking, bro. Like, you know, we engaging. We talk about what we got going on. All right. So the mindset that it takes to be a gamer, right? Like, I imagine that you have to put in your 10,000 hours to be tight at something. How does that compare to the mindset that it takes to be a professional NFL player? I think it's the same, bro. Honestly, I laugh about it now because some of these games structured to where you can't get good at it unless you put time in. Like, literally, you won't be good because I know as a professional athlete, you got to become one with the process, bro, which all we learn in any professional field is kind of the same thing. You got to just, you know, want to put the time in to get the games and not be always focused on the end of gratification. That's funny. It made me think of uh, old school Bo Jackson on Tecmo Bowl. Hell yeah. Where it's like, nah, you can't can't play as Bo Jackson, man. That's cheating. That's how like, we used to tell people, you can't play with these teams <laughs> because they cheating. You know what I'm saying? But now the game kind of structured it to where you you can't be good unless you put time in. <laughs> right, right. How does it feel playing as yourself in a football game? That's like a dream come true, man, to see yourself go out there and you can always pick those games in and know that you was a part of that. And the NFL even got it set up to where, you know, you get some money for it just off being in the game. So that makes it even better that you get, you know, you get paid for being a part of something that you've always paid to play. Have you ever looked at the character that they show you as and be like, man, that don't look like me? Yeah, all the time. I'll be like, that dude for sure don't look like me. But I see they only do that for like the stars and the people that they see on TV all the time. They be having them detailed out to the T. <laughs> gotcha. So the, the e-gaming league that you're doing is not just sports, right? It's like clear across the board? Yeah, so like uh, it depends on what exactly we have going on with the stream team, um, and then when we engage like the the talent for our digital lounges, it's really about what the games that they want to focus on. So today we're gonna start by playing uh, Mortal Kombat, and I just found out something really interesting and cool. So you can press triangle when you're on like the player select screen and hit random select. So that's what I'm gonna do today. Just and it's how they want to engage their community. So we're kind of a universal platform right now. 
honestly, I see for us, it's going to be introducing a lot of the older people to this new generation of stuff and then connecting them with the kids, the youth that we already have participating in our tournaments. And so we got to try to meet each other, you know, somewhere in the middle. And I think gaming does that. Everybody's been playing it. It's opportunity off of it, though. I mean, we used to get cussed off of playing video games, but you got some people out here making six figures off playing video games. It's that's opportunity for, you know, communities that are really looking for it. And so if you want to learn how to grow into it, you can tap in with us. What would you tell a parent who has a, a child or a young person that's stuck on video games? Like, how would you tell them to approach that? I would put ourselves in their shoes when our parents first were scared of the Internet. It's going to be here. We know it ain't going nowhere. Let's not look at it negatively, how it hurts us, and look at it positively and say, how can I make this work for us? Because we all looking for opportunity out here. But it also helps show critical thinking is teamwork, the ability to communicate. But then when you start trying to, you know, get into the real streaming world and monetize yourself, you're a businessman now. You're doing all these different things at one time. You feel me? So I think them learning how to train those skills and those traits with something that they love to do, I think is the easiest way. Big thank you to Josh Johnson. You can follow him on Instagram at headache, all one word, and that's spelled H-E-A-D, the number eight, C-H-E. And to find more information about UGL, you can go to their website, which is uglworld.com, or watch their stream on Twitch at uglworld underscore TV. Thank you to the production team behind this podcast. That's Ashley Ann Craigbaum, Asala Sanipur, Jessica Plachik, and Rob Spate. Our engagement team is Lena Blanco, Sarah Pineda, Vita Kong, and Kiana Mogadum. And the higher-ups at KQED, Erica Aguilar, David Marcus, and Holly Kearney. While I have your ear, I'd love for you all to go to kqed.org slash rightnowish and nominate a guest for our show. There's a form on the website. You can't miss it. Love to hear from you. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Thank you for joining us. Peace. Right Nowish is published by KQED. Hi, I'm Tyler Foggett. Join me and my colleagues as we go beyond the headlines and deepen your understanding of the forces shaping our world today on The Political Scene, a newly updated podcast from The New Yorker. With episodes three times each week, The Political Scene accesses the sharpest minds in politics for insight and analysis about everything from abortion rights to the war in Ukraine. Make sure you're following The Political Scene, available now wherever you get your podcasts. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice. Fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis from KQED Podcasts comes on our watch season two, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.